we thank you for tonight. We thank you for this word. Please speak through me. Amen. That's it. That's it. So we're going to talk about singleness. Woo! Y'all don't know how blessed y'all are sometimes being single. Yeah, and we're going to talk about it today. Listen, I'm not going to do the typical church uh, talk about singleness. I think you've heard it enough, even at your early ages. Um, but I want to give you some practical things to think about, okay? Because let's use my generation, right? We all have a type. I want my girl to look like this. I want her to smell like this. And if she's not this, then I don't want anything to do with it, right? That's it. But a lot of us have all these types, and we don't even qualify for anybody. Not even ourselves. So that's what we want to talk about in singleness today. I need uh, two people to do me a favor, and you will get a special treat from me. So jump quickly. I need someone to please read Psalm 37 and 4. A youth, yes. Find it in the word. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, chapter 37, verse 4. There we go. Mm hmm. Did you hear what she said? Let's do it one more time. Now I need someone to please read First Peter chapter two, verse nine. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is good. I like Galen, my son. Yes. The gist of those two verses, what I want to get to tonight, is about your identity, right? Relationships are about different things. Number one, the first most important relationship that you can have is your relationship with God, right? So before we even get to, like, who we're supposed to be with, who the Lord has for us or whatever, how is our relationship with God? Let's do a check-in. How many people feel like they have a solid relationship with God? Now, while you have your hands up, how many people feel like it's a work in progress? How many people feel like they need to dedicate more time to have a better relationship with God? Yes, right? Very important. So before we get to anything else, our relationship with God, what are some things that we can do to have a better relationship with God? You can speak back to me. This is what I like. Yes. Talk to him. How? How do you talk to him? What is prayer? Yes. So is prayer more like a conversation? Do we struggle with having a conversation with God? Yeah. Yeah, we struggle with having a relationship with God. Do we think that it's difficult to communicate with God? Is that why we don't? Or do we just let the days pass by? Or the moments pass by? Right? Because me, my communication with God is constant. Like, yo, God, if you don't come help me out, I'm going to fuss this person out in this office. That is prayer. Right? All of this is going to have a point. So prayer, that's how we can have it. You said reading the word. 
do we fully understand how to read the word of God? Or do we just open it up and hope we comprehend what we're reading? I shared this with Janelle, and I want to help y'all. There's this book. I like audiobooks. Um, and it's called How to Study the Bible. And it is a life-changing book. The author's name, write this down. Give me one second. Is Dwight L. Moody. How to Study the Bible. Yeah. He's not as young as you think he is. Trust me. But let's get right into it. So, okay, relationship with God. When it says, delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. That means the more time you spend with him, the more time you have a relationship with him. Your thoughts become his thoughts. Then he will teach you what to want. You get that? So he will challenge your way of thinking for what you think your type is. Because you will want to please him so, so, so richly that you will only want to do and only want to accept the things that God tells you to do and the things that he, he gives you, right? So delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. What is a, de- a desire, right? What is that? What does that word mean? I don't want to just say something and let y'all just leave with your own comprehension. Do we understand what desire is? What is it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also with that, once you spend time with them, once you gain relationship with them, and what did we read about in First Peter? That's about identity. Because once you know who you are, the world can't tell you who you are. The church can't tell you who you are. Y'all are some blessed youth to go to a church where they teach you the right Jesus. Some people go to church and they are told who they are the moment they walk in and they never get to understand the freedoms of Christ, who Christ really is. Then they're born and grow up in toxicity And then they adopt these lifestyles that lead them down a path of destruction because they lack identity. First, starting with having a relationship with Christ, right? So once you understand, like, this is my relationship with Christ. I know everybody gets distracted so easily. It's great. Once you understand that, I can walk to you and say, Joppy, this is who you are. You're like, no, 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 no. This is what God told me. This is who he told me I am, right? I always tell people that join the worship team, like, if you don't know who you are in Christ, you're going to leave me and go somewhere, and now you'll belong to a cult. Because that's what happens. Right? With that, with the world, how many times do you see, like, we go back to types, right? Like, if I don't know myself, I'll accept anything out of desperation. Because can I be very honest with you all when it comes to singleness? We're so desperate to, to not be healthy, to not be whole, that we want to rush the process and just be with somebody to fulfill something and then wonder why we live such an unfulfilled life. Like such an unfulfilled life. What's the youngest age in here? 12? 11? 
I'll save this for another time. <laughs> save this for another time. Wait till you come up to young adults. Yeah, yeah, wait till you come up a little bit more. But um, there's, how can I put this for you? If you don't understand your relationship with Christ, our responsibility to you is to help you explore who you are, what God says about you, help you identify with it. So when you leave us, you will be so strong in that that you cannot be shaken. Because you will not align with anything that, is, that takes you away from your purpose. Understanding your purpose helps you not to compromise. What is compromising? Compromising is church culture has taught you females that the pinnacle of life is getting married and having children. And then your life stops. That's, that's what church culture has taught you. Identity in Christ goes back to just like when he was talking to Jeremiah and he's like, so for I have a plan for you, right? Understanding his plan means, no, 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 I'm, I can get married, I can do all these things, but God has a plan for me and I'm going to fulfill that. But what we've also taught you to do, because this is what we feel like the pinnacle of life is, and this is why I asked how old you are, because we got a lot of people abandoning singleness and health because the world tells you that uh, fornication, yeah, yeah, fornication is sin-free if you're married. So we compromise our purpose to feel like we're not living in sin. But watch. If you're married to somebody that God did not assign and is that not connected to your purpose, you are living a sinful life being married to the wrong person. It's a lot of that going on. What does that cause? Destruction in your home, confusion in your home. Like delayed obedience, uh, derived obedience, anything that's not straight up obedience is disobedience. I don't want that for y'all. I have friends in here, and every time you know, we talk about singleness or something like that, the first thing I tell them is, I just want you to be healthy first. Because females, and I'm really directing this towards you because I'm a 34-year-old man and I really care about who you end up with. If you do not know who you are in Christ, you will be married to a man that will tell you everything about yourself. And you will accept it because we say that you are just supposed to submit to your husband. And because you don't have a good enough relationship with the Lord and you don't understand what true healthy submission is, you will live a compromised life beneath your purpose in abuse and wondering why you don't have that connection with Christ. All this is about singleness, right? So before you get to, you know, Thomas and Morgan are getting married in March, right? That's great, congratulations. But they have to know who they are in Christ before they can tie that knot. There is no such thing as a 50-50 relationship. It's 100-100. No compromise. I know who I am in Christ. Alyssa knows who she is in Christ. We have a son. <laughs> like, we can't be half-stepping in our approach to our child, right? Like, I can't be like, well, son, this is what you do, da 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 da, -da and I'm living an unfulfilled life. Do you get me? You get why this is important? Like, I wish somebody was telling me these things as a child. 
I really do. Also, once we understand our relationship with Christ, once we have that, our relationship with ourselves, we do not properly love ourselves. Once God teaches you what his love is, then he teaches you how to love yourself. Goes back to things we accept. You will not accept any and everything because it is below God's standard for your life. Once you understand loving yourself, now God help me to transfer that in my relationships with other people. Loving your neighbor, right? It's a, it's a three-step process. God, you, them. And this is before, ladies, him and men, her. These are the things we need to get in line. So our relationship with each other. Joppy is my brother. I love him enough that I only want to do things that is connected to his purpose. Because God has shown me what love is to me, I'm extending that same love to him. Which means I have to hold him accountable and he has to hold me accountable. If you have people in your life that are not going to call you out when you are doing something that is not in the will of God, and that means they are not attached to your purpose and it is not in God's will. I feel like we have a lot more public school kids than we did the first time I spoke. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> so, so when you're in school, everybody ain't the same as you are in church. Who are your friends? What are they like? Do they just let you slip? Oh, that's cool, bro. That was funny. That's cool, sis. That was funny. And then you get in church, you're an entirely different person. We're condoning double lives as, at young ages because we have not connected with the identity in Christ. If you don't get anything from me today, this is the most important thing. God, who am I? How do you see me? Show me me. Show me how I can love me, how I can extend that love to my neighbors. So that way when you meet that person, you've got everything. Let me tell you something. Sometimes you're not going to marry your type. <laughs> Whatever that is. Hopefully, I, mean, I pray that all of you get somebody at least attractive. <laughs> but, you, but you know, you know, God makes a way out of no way. <laughs> but but, but um, no, seriously, um, relationships, singleness, singleness, singleness. What can you do while you're single? Establish your relationship with Christ. Establish your relationship with yourself. Establish your relationship with your neighbors, your brother and sisters. Here's some other things, too. When you're single, uh, get yourself together. Get your finances together. Because when you have a child and then you add a spouse, debt is coming. This is the time now that you get to focus solely on you and what God wants you to do. Because once you add somebody else into there, into that thing, your attention goes like this. I can't spend the same time on music that I did before I had Alyssa and Asher. It's just impossible because I have responsibilities and I love those responsibilities. And I got married on time. I got married when I was 29 years old. But don't let the pressure of the world, because we don't know ourselves, force you into a situation where 
you're married, you got a seven-year-old kid, and you're trying to figure things out, right? Yes, no? Wonderful, 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 wonderful. So I'm going to ask a question again. I ain't going to be up here too much longer. Our relationship with Christ, how do we feel about it? Here he goes. How do, how, how do we honestly feel about it? Do we feel like, man, I'm not coming to him. I, how many people are struggling with their identity right now? Let's just ask that question. Do we fully know who we are in Christ? Do we know what Christ says about us? You feel like you know? Kind of? It's okay. This it's, is a safe place, bro. Yeah? Is that your desire to know that? What about you? It's your desire to know. Why is it important? I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but I need to know your heart to be able to connect with you. And pray. Why is it important? Mm-hmm. What about you? What you want to do and what he wants you to do, right? I take y'all's lives very personally. I can say that I love everybody in this room. And I refuse to allow y'all to leave the way I was just kind of like raised up and sent out without proper instruction and warnings of life. It is a mean and ugly world out there. And like Pastor Matt said, it's only going to get worse. I don't want to see any of y'all, just going to be honest, having kids before it's time. I don't want to see any of y'all unsuccessful because it's God's will for you to be successful. I don't want to see any of y'all on drugs. I don't want to see any of y'all doing anything outside of the will of God. I am very aware that there we fall. But when you understand your identity in Christ, it's so much easier to get back up. Right? When you fall, fall on your back. Because if you look up, you can get up. Say it again. Think about if I push you on your back, if you look up, you can see exactly where you're heading, right? And get back up. So I'm not naive to be like, oh, this person ain't going to sin. Yes, you are. But our job is to instill enough wisdom into you. If something happens, you got a roadmap to get to Christ. Yeah? Good. Here's my last minute right here. Before you, I want you to evaluate all the relationships that you're in currently. Friendships, if you're dating somebody, I'm not telling you to break up with them. Galen, Delilah, please don't break up, okay? Not tonight. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, seriously, like, listen, this is one of the things, like, churches make relationships seem like the devil. Like, it's just terrible. Being with somebody not connected to your purpose is terrible. Right? Evaluate your relationships. Friendships, relationships here, whatever. Everybody that you're connected to needs to be connect. God is this person connected to my purpose. 
right? If they see you about to sin, would they stop you? Or would they just provide a pillow and say, it's cool, bro. We're good. Ask yourself that question. Just take 30 seconds. Am I connected, God, to people that are aligned with my purpose? And if not, God, please show me two things. One, should I break this relationship? Or is this, there's something that you would have for me to do to bring them to you? Because sometimes you are the exposure to Jesus. Are we thinking? I can see people on some of y'all's faces. That's good. That's good. But that's it. Be single. Have fun. Godly fun. I can't just say loose things out here. (laughs) Godly fun. But this week, I challenge you all, get with God. If you struggle with studying the Bible, get with someone you know, with who you know knows the word. Okay? My number is 252-435-4858. Hit me up. I will spend time with you if you need me. I'm not giving everybody else's number out. Okay. Once you spend that time with God, spend that time loving yourself. And if you all have struggles at home, I didn't want to say this, but I feel like I need to. If you have struggles at home to where sometimes you are told things that make you unsure of your identity. I pray the peace of Christ over you tonight. And I release you from having to hear in the weight of being compared to people, being told negative things about you that make you not love yourself, being things that make you feel like you're not beautiful, being told things that make you feel like you're not beautiful, you're not smart. I don't know what you hear, but if you hear that, I fully pray and bind that off of you right now. And then your, your relationship with others. Y'all stop being so mean. <laughs> stop being mean. Love your brothers and sisters. Love your brothers and sisters. All of y'all are weird. <laughs> Just Everybody, all of us, weird folks. We got to stop segregating and start loving. Because everyone in this room has something for the next person. You can learn something from each and every one of you, okay? That is my time, 7.55, 6.45 left. Praise the name of the Lord. Did anybody get anything tonight at all? Yeah, this side now? All right, well, I'm not talking to y'all no more. All right. Uh,